Welcome to the Sapphic Book Review Podcast. My guest today is one of my favorite authors, and maybe the only author who could write a zombie book that I'd actually read. She also happens to be one of my favorite people to chat with on the internet, and I'm so excited to talk to her in person today. Gabby Benson, welcome. Hi, thank you for having me. And also, I feel like the zombie book reference is just constantly makes me glow that I can get people to read a zombie book. Yeah, you should be very proud because I only watched maybe a few episodes of The Walking Dead before I was like, you know, I'm bored. I don't, you can only see so much of that. Yeah, yeah it's a great book. Unfortunately, stuck through all the seasons and it doesn't get better. So you, you stopped at a good point. <laughs> at some point, you'd be like, how many years can this thing be going on? Couldn't the government yeah. get this under control? It's been like 12 years. No, it's not under control at all. They just keep coming. I don't understand. Me neither. Okay, anyway. <laughs> Okay, first things first, you had COVID recently. How are you feeling? Um, we were just talking about this. I am I'm I, I would say I'm 99.9% better. I am really good. And then occasionally I forget, you know, my own email address or my name <laughs> or like my own telephone number or something. And I, I just blame it on I don't know if it's COVID, but I will continuously blame it on COVID, probably for the rest of my life. I think so. Well, it's not like you ever call your own phone number, so that one is completely understandable. Good. I will take that. Thank you. Hey, you're welcome. I'm here for you. But, but I'm glad you're here for me. I need that. <laughs> Especially in these COVID times. I know. So your next book is an epic mm-hmm. celebrity romance. Tell us about it and when you will be releasing that. Oh, my favorite question. Um, it, it's hit 130,000 words. And uh, I still don't know when the end is coming. <laughs> so I don't know what I've done. Um with the release date, it was it was going to be April, and I was so on track for that, and then COVID just wiped me out, and so now I'm I'm having to take it a bit slower, and I'm writing more sporadically. But it is it is happening. I I would still love to say April, but I think being March is definitely not going to be April. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> April next year. Yeah. No, it has to be soon. <laughs> I need a book out again. Yes, you um, do. I I do exactly. Uh, for what it's about, oh, I'm really bad at giving summaries of books, so. I'm going to call them celebrity and doctor because I change names really regularly until the book is released. <laughs> so we have celebrity who is, you will be shocked to know this, a celebrity. And, uh, excellent. excellent. Yes. Yes. Good. And, um, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, everybody. Uh, and she's kind of, um, one of the top celebrities. She's mid thirties, um, very secure in her place in Hollywood in that sense, if you can be secure in Hollywood. Uh, it's not a coming out story. She's come out within, her community and everything and that was quite a big sensation the year before uh and one day she's driving along at the very start of the book and she's in a car accident and when she arrives to the hospital her doctor is a doctor that she does not recognize at first and then with a bit of time suddenly realizes that she actually knows her and she went to camp with her when she was about nine or ten seen each other since and it kind of spirals from there of a bit of a like a enemies to lovers thing bit of celebrity bit of medical going on I don't really know what the genre should be (laughs) the doctor becomes the medical advisor for the show that she's currently working on and uh yeah it kind of goes on from there and goes on and goes on (laughs) on and on and on and on and on excellent well I'm looking forward to that one great I will let you know Uh, do you have any plans to write sequels to any of your books? I don't know. Maybe the zombie apocalypse isn't over just yet. 
the zombie apocalypse is 100% not over. Um, as anyone who has read the ending will know, and again, I apologise for that ending. I don't really apologise for that ending. I'm quite sorry yeah. about that ending. It was pretty good. <laughs> sorry. Um, uh, I, ha- I don't have an exact plan for it because um, I have another book after this one that I'm really, really excited to write. And maybe after that there will be a sequel for the zombie apocalypse. I have quite a few ideas bouncing around for where I want to go with it. You're just watching The Walking Dead trying to get some more ideas, right? Yes. But the thing is, is I don't know what ideas they have, to be honest. Nothing is happening. So (laughs) kind of like the book I'm writing now, it just needs to end. The thing about Tilly is one of my favorite books. I just want to hug Tilly and Evie. Tell me how much you love those characters and how that story came to be. Oh, I'm so glad you love that book. Um, oh, how that story came to be. Well, I love those characters a lot. They both have a really special place in my heart, um, <laughs> which is probably one of the sappiest things I've ever said. Uh, <laughs> I just, I really adore that, especially I love Evie, but I just really adore the mess that is Tilly. I think I know. that, yeah. Did you, do you, you? I do. I agree. I love Tilly. Oh, I'm so glad. I, I mean, I love Evie too. And I, I love Sean. Sean's the greatest, Sean like, best friend ever. But yep. there's just something, something about Tilly. There is there is something about Tilly. And that's almost what it was called. And I was like, wait, that's too much about something about Mary. And that's a very, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's just something about being allowed to be a mess with people who care about you that I really wanted to write for Tilly because I think that I don't know, I think in, especially in fiction, it can happen and stuff, the idea of people having to be perfect, not perfect exactly, but be performing to a certain state. And Tilly just doesn't. Tilly Tilly has to run away. Tilly has to leave. And she has people who, even if they get frustrated with her or a bit fed up, will always welcome her back and understand her for that. Because some people are a mess and some people have a trauma or something that's happened in their past that have affected them to the point that as an adult, they're not really functioning as they should be. And having people who accept you for that, I think is really important. It is. I just, I love her so much. I, I just, she's a big mess and she's doing better at the end of the book. Yeah, Thankfully. <laughs> yeah. Poor thing. She needed to. She but did. She had a rough time. She did. Where, where the story, the idea came about, I actually do not know. I'm really terrible because, um, as is well known, uh, I don't plot at all. And so when I started writing, I I knew I wanted to write something with the idea of kind of queer women and uh, how you can still, being a queer woman, a sapphic woman, get pregnant and have a baby accidentally and how that affects your life at in the 30s that Evie is. And I found that a really interesting concept because I haven't really read or seen anything much about that. I suppose it did happen on Grey's Anatomy with Callie. Um, but, like, the idea of, you know, she ends up pregnant and she's she's 30 and there's this old idea that by 30 you know what you're, where your life is going and you know what you want to be doing and if you get pregnant it will be on purpose and everything will be planned and that's not life even at 30. And none of us, I'm 34 now and I have no idea what I'm doing in life. Shit, I'm almost 50 and look at me, I have no clue. This is this is the thing, and I think that was a really fun concept to play with, especially with queer characters and how that was going to affect her and the way that she figured it out. And Tilly, Tilly's stuff kind of came later, actually. The whole basis was kind of this character, Evie, getting pregnant accidentally and how she dealt with that and this friend that was she kind of loved since university but nothing had happened, and it, it went a lot more emo than I meant it to. <laughs> 
In your books, who is your favorite supporting character? <sighs> <sighs> this is really hard. Um, can I say a couple? Is that cheating? No, you can say whatever you want, Boo. Excellent. Really, can you just always call me Boo, by the way? <laughs> always. Thing. I'm not Gabby. Anymore. It could be. Um, okay. I loved writing In Pieces, which is a young adult book. Uh, one of the main characters has a younger brother called Matty, and writing him was one of my – I love kids, and writing Matty was just one of my favourite things to do. Um, I love Sean from The Thing About Tilly because, yeah, he's just – he doesn't put up with shit the way that Evie does. She, he doesn't put up with Tilly shit, but he also does put up with Tilly shit because he loves her. And I think that is a really beautiful friendship. <laughs> right. He calls her on her shit, but he's still, he's still there for her whenever. Yeah. And I think that that is really important. Sometimes we're being a bit of a crappy person. You need someone to talk about <laughs> Um And Luce from Who'd Have Thought. Oh, I, I adore them. They're just excellent. Fantastic. Who's your favorite supporting character? Can I ask you questions? Is this legal? It is. Great. In your books, honestly, it's the kids from uh, all the the little, what is it? Damn. Oh, uh, the edit, we're going to edit that. Yeah, I had a break there. No, don't edit it. Please leave it in because <laughs> I, today, instead of all the little moments, I called it all the little things and it's my own book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's that TV show like that's like something about moments or little little something. Anyway, I get that mixed up with your you can cut it out if you want, but also feel free not to because I think that's hilarious. <laughs> See, and I have it right here. Yeah. yeah, I totally will be cutting that out. Yeah, so let's pretend like um, you're just asking me that again. Okay. Is that legal? <laughs> yeah, it is legal, <laughs> Boo. And my favorite characters from your books are the kiddos in all the little moments. <laughs> that's really nice to hear. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, um, I really, <laughs> I don't, I don't have kids, uh, but I have a lot of kids in my lives, in my lives, in my, can we, can we, <laughs> we're keeping that in too. Wait, <laughs> I don't have kids, but I have a lot of kids in my life and, um, uh, I have a stepson, <laughs> but I actually, I wrote this before I had a stepson, um, precepts on life, but I have nieces and nephews. I've done a lot of nannying and babysitting. But I think that writing kids is one of the more challenging aspects of writing, like writing a kid that is not too cutesy or not, I, I don't know, it's, it's, it's interesting. And so he, when hearing people who, especially people who have kids, that they enjoyed Ella and Toby, that always means a lot. Yes, I love them. They're Thank just you. adorable. I want to squish Toby. And he's just I know, I do too. Imagination. Pick him up and just do little cheeks. Ah. He, I always imagine him with those really big, puffy baby cheeks. Ah, those are the best. Uh, and little baby toes. Yep. And the little dimples. Oh, so cute. <laughs> Which is okay. going to spiral into baby gushing. <laughs> and we digress. Yeah. Okay. You're going on a road trip with two of your characters and two characters written by other lesbic authors. Which four are you choosing and why? Oh, God. Um, <laughs> of my characters, I'm, I would take... Cool. I think I would take Hayden because I think she is fun and I think she would be very fun she would bring a lot of snacks I think on a road trip yeah snacks are important yeah they are and then she would bring a lot of snacks and I think I would bring Tilly because I just after talking about her a lot with you just now I actually had a different answer but I'm gonna stick with Tilly because and she would she would know where to go because she's been everywhere everywhere. yeah Yeah. off so much I know this beach down south let's go there okay Tilly thanks (laughs) um and from other books 
I would say, uh, have you read The Goodmans by Claire Ashman? That's my favorite all-time book. I love The Goodmans. I love every character in The Goodmans. It is, it's, it's just such a good book. Um, I would take Maggie. Oh, that's my favorite character. She, she's just, there are no words to describe Maggie Goodman. Yeah, right. Not enough. Yeah. And also the idea of all of these people hanging out is quite hilarious in my brain. <laughs> um, and I would take uh, Evelyn Hugo from The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. Oh, wow. This because, is going to be a hell of a road trip. I'm oh, going. Yeah. Yeah, come. We'll get, we'll get like one of those seven-seater minivan things. Yeah. We'll have like yeah. a little caravan type situation. Yeah. We'll cover it in all the flags from... We're, however we're feeling, like, you know, bisexual flag, lesbian flag, envy flag. Missouri, Missouri flag. Missouri flag, the Australian flag, <laughs> with the Spanish flag underneath. Very nice. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm going to fangirl a, a minute, not that I haven't been doing that the whole time. Oh, God. <laughs> and tell you how much all the little moments meant to me. I read it shortly after my brother's death. Not the best timing for sure, but um, I found it quite therapeutic as it was filled with such love and hope. So thank you for that book. It was beautiful. Oh, wow. No worries. <laughs> just after the giggle fest we just had, that was quite... I know. It's very, very deep. Yeah, we did a nice turn there. Um, again, that I don't know. I, I think that grief is just something so personal to everybody, but writing about it was really therapeutic for... You know, we, I, I think that I haven't lost a brother, um, but I've experienced grief in my life. My father passed away when I was very, very young. And exploring how someone can feel when they've lost someone, I don't know, it helps you through your own stuff, I think, and reading about it too. And I think that book, um, that book started as a fan fiction, actually. And getting to explore that part of a character that I already really knew and loved that was just was not explored on the show at all. And then creating it into its own original book later was a real ride emotionally. What show did that come from? Grey's Anatomy. I don't know uh-huh. if you are a Grey's Anatomy fan. Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah, really. yeah. yeah. I mean, nowadays especially, it's just a soap opera. But the first, like, few, like seven seasons are really good. <laughs> We're on what, season 25 now, it seems? 95. I don't know. You could tell me. <laughs> <it's five. laughs> oh, okay. But, yeah, it's just um, – there were two characters in that that were actually together and as per usual, they did not get treated very well towards the end. So there's a lot of really good fan fiction about them. Tell me about your work with Queer Pack. Uh, I love Queer Pack. Um, so with Queer Pack, we're trying to give a platform for queer authors to write queer books, basically. I think that um, obviously we like sapphic fiction, gay fiction, everything needs more platform. All of us need more of a platform. But I think getting a platform for books that are trans, that are ace, that are arrow, uh, non-binary characters, I think that's still quite hard to find and that's something that we're working really hard to provide. It's very good work. Thank you. It's um, I work with a really fun team and so I'm very, very lucky as well. We actually just had a Skype meeting last week and it was a good time. Everyone should follow Queer Pack on TikTok because Sam works incredibly hard at making very hilarious and great TikToks. I will do that. I don't think I could make TikTok videos because I'm too old and I don't really get it, but I like to watch them. I still don't have TikTok. They keep trying to make me get an account. Oh, come on, girl. Nope. No, I'm too old. It's happened. I turned 30 and I refuse to accept change. <laughs> 30 going on 95. Yeah, yeah, literally. I am on Twitter and I am on Instagram and that is enough. What about the Facebook? Facebook's for old folks. 
I, that's true. I am on the Facebook a little bit. The Facey and I are the Facebook. The Facebook are okay, but I still I'm, I'm still barely on it. Twitter Twitter is where I live. I live in my little Twitter world. Okay. You're not on MySpace though, right? Because that would be really bad if you're on MySpace. My account is still up, which is horrifying. I'm pretty sure, like when you go onto the page, Mr. Brightside from The Killers Place. Oh, that's a great song. I know it is, but it says a lot about seventeen year old Gabby. Seventeen <laughs> year old Gabby. Yeah, we don't need to meet her. It's okay. <laughs> Which Les Vic books have you enjoyed reading so far this year? If you've read any, I know you've been, you know, COVID-y and trying to write this epic book. This this year, I actually haven't. I've read almost no books because of COVID. I'm having a lot of trouble uh, focusing on reading. So yeah, when I said I was 99.9% better, I probably exaggerated. Um, <laughs> I'm having a lot of trouble focusing on books. But the last two Les Vic books I read were The Telltale by Claire Ashton. <sighs> Oh my gosh, I just listened to the audio this week. Oh, is it good? Oh, it's not just good. You know when you, an audiobook elevates a book and you're just like, wow, that made this already amazing book even better? And this woman's voice is so, so good. Lucy Rayner, I believe is her name. Fantastic. I wish I could. I can't listen to audiobooks. I, I like, I am immediately distracted, which again, I don't think will surprise anybody. <laughs> you're like, squirrel. What? Literally, I'm that dog from Up. I'm like, oh, <laughs> good squirrel and then I have to rewind the 10 seconds that I've missed it's it's a it's not a good <laughs> and you're trying to rewind it like it's a cassette tape which doesn't work <laughs> I'm trying to stick my pencil in the little holes in the cassette tape to like rewind it <laughs> oh no <laughs> um uh so yeah the telltale is for I I actually beta read that I knew that because I I watched a, a interview with Claire Ashton oh really yeah oh, oh she mentioned me that's nice. She did mention you. Thanks, Claire. <laughs> um, and I read uh, The Island Between Us by Wendy Hudson, uh, which I really, really enjoyed. It's, uh, have you read it? I haven't read that one yet, no. Highly recommend. It's an adventure romance, which was just a really cool twist on what you would normally read. So a whole bunch of people end up um, who are going on a survival camp to learn how to survive in the wild end up completely stranded on an island. And Ooh, that sounds fun. Yeah, it is. There's a really great cast of characters. So you've got the two leads and a really great romance, but there's just a really interesting mix of people. Like there's a stepmom and a son that have gone and like this really young girl that's been sent to this survival camp almost as like a punishment. And it's just, it's hilarious to watch them all try and, you know, not kill each other on this island. <laughs> they're all so annoying for each other because they're all such different people. I will have to check that out. It's great. I highly recommend it. Well, Gabby. Yes. Boo. Yes. I told you, only boo from now on. That's right. Thanks so much for joining me today. It's been a pleasure and so much fun. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to hear if I, I'm terrible at listening to podcasts, but I'm excited to hear what you edit out, especially <laughs> for giggling, but I kind of. It's, it's, I think it's going to be a lot shorter than it's, it is right now, sister. <laughs> you take care. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening in. Thanks again to Gabby for joining me. You can learn more about Gabby and find links to purchase her books at gbenson.com. Follow her on Twitter at Author Benson and on Facebook at G Benson Author. You can learn more about Queer Pack at queer-pack.com. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast. And here's a preview of my Would You Rather game with Gabby available on my Patreon page at patreon.com slash sapphicbookreviewpod. Would you rather battle zombies with Taryn from Dead Les Walking, or spend an hour stuck in an elevator with Alec from Flinging It. Zombies with Taryn. Totally. No, I'm not being stuck anywhere with Alec.
He's awful. Awful. He was in my brain for a while while I wrote him, and it was bad enough. Thank you. I read that book, and I was like, you know, I'm not, I'm not a fan of cheating. You know, you shouldn't cheat. However, I agree. That guy's a douche. He's a massive douche. Some some people are just horrendous. I think you know everyone can change. Blah blah blah. There's good in everyone, but some people are just giant douches. That's right, and they can't change. They are who they are. No, some we, we had one in the White House here for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, would you also take zombies? Uh, absolutely. Okay, just curious. It, by the time they opened that elevator, Alec might be bleeding. It looked like a zombie <laughs> had attacked the elevator. That's true. Would you rather own your own boat or your own plane? Boat. It is more environmentally friendly. Very good. Um, Also, I got my diving license ticket. In Australia, we say diving ticket. Diving. I I can now go diving, scuba diving. And I got it. Oh, wow. Yeah, the year the pandemic hit. So I haven't gone since. And I would really love to go and actually, you know, do something with that. Well, that's good. At least it's there when you're ready. Exactly. Would you like to own your own boat or own your own plane? Um. Well, I, now I feel bad because I'm going to say plane. <laughs> you can say plane. You're a judgment. Now I feel bad about the environment. However, I can't row my boat to Spain to visit my my boo, Gabby. No, you can't. That is very true. I also I feel like as someone whose entire family is in Australia on the other side of the world, I should have said plane. <laughs> <laughs> but you were thinking about the greater good of the world, so good on you. Oh, I said that first, but I was really thinking scuba diving. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is why we don't have Nobel Peace Prizes. Um, Would you rather have unlimited pizza for life or unlimited tacos? Tacos. I think I'd go pizza. I'm a pizza girl. Oh, look, see, this is good. We We need differences. Yeah, we can't be exactly the same person. People are going to start getting suspicious. (laughs) That would be boring. They think we've just like split. They'll just think you're not even here and I'm just doing both voices (laughs) pretending to be you. (laughs) You should do that one time. (laughs) Just fake an author and just interview yourself and change voices. Maybe I will. And then I can submit that to Audible and get a job as a narrator. Please do that. (laughs) I'll do that and I'll just send it to you to see what you think of it first. To see and if I, I should put it out. I will, I will immediately tell you to publish it. <laughs> Would you rather have more time or more money? More money. I'm, do you know what? I'm shallow. I'm <laughs> 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 just, uh, I'm tired. I would, I would be like, oh, I'll save more time and I'll use that time to make more money. I won't. I'll, I'll sit watching things I shouldn't be watching when I'm meant to be working. So I'm going to save more money. I'm shallow. What about you? Yeah, same. And yeah, totally shallow. <laughs> you I don't need more time. No. What am I going to do with more time? Just read more damn lesbian books. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be fun. But if you had more money, you could buy more lesbian books. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. If I had more time, I'd just be like, you know, send you messages on Facebook. Hey, what are you doing? Yeah. What's going on in Missouri? Seen <laughs> any tall drinks of water lately? <laughs> <laughs> so as you can hear, we have a lot of fun playing Would You Rather You can check that out on my Patreon page at patreon.com slash sapphic book review pod. Thanks again for listening and I'll see you next week.